Welcome to Mutterings from a Bald Guy podcast. My name is Chet, your host. You will find sermons and teachings that put scripture in its rightful place of authority on this podcast. If you like this episode or any, could you tap five stars and leave me a review? When you tap those stars and leave a review, that significantly helps me spread more salt in a morally decaying world. Hey, let's bring life to the dead together. Well, hey, what is up, podcast family? So glad that you're joining us today. I am your host, Chet, on this Mutterings from a Bald Guy podcast, and I have my infamous wife, Nicole, with me tonight again. Hey, everybody. We are doing this through normal means as podcasts, but also through YouTube. So what's up, guys? Those of you who are tuning in through video, if you are tuning in through YouTube and you want to check out the podcast, the link is below. So I'm glad that you guys get to hang out with us tonight. We have a peculiar topic. The title is, Can You Lose Your Children to the State for Your Personal Family Values? Now, first, I want to say that this episode is going to pertain to all families, families that have kids in the public school system, families that have kids um, homeschooling them, families that have kids in the private sector, uh, private uh, schools, it really pertains to everyone, mm-hmm. and uh, I think you guys will get that. And what's good about this episode is we're actually going to give you a valuable tool that we have found that actually help you protect your family and protect your kids. The next thing I want to say is by no means do we want to come off across as like dooms gloom, like, hey, the state's going to take your kid away tomorrow. It's not that. It's just I think we need to be prudent as um, worldview Christ- Christians that view the world in a biblical way. We need to be prudent about how we raise our kids, how we protect them, how we protect our yeah. families. And uh, so we hope that this this helps you. So can the state take your children away is the main question. The answer is yes, but it doesn't have to happen um, if we band together. And, of course, if we use the, the right resources and we understand the laws that is here. Um, I know this may sound like a crazy thing, but but hear us out. So we are embarking upon a totally different world than we were living in five years ago. We all know that every family has a God-given right to raise their children in in the way that they see fit. And of course, we know that there are serious situations of neglect that harm children, and we do need to intervene on those cases. So by no means are we saying, hey, the state needs to completely take their hands out of um, helping or enforcing when necessary to save a child's life or protect them and help them. So right now, we are going to specifically talk about families being targeted because they question the authority of medical professionals, educators, have certain religious beliefs, or want to do something other than what is suggested, quote-unquote, given it doesn't harm the child. So I have a story um, by Heritage Defense, and we'll get into Heritage Defense a little bit more. But before I get into the story, is there anything you want to say, babe? Yeah, I think that, um, like you said, it's our God-given right to raise children, and it's not given to us by the government. It's the government's job to protect that right. Um, But we know that, you know, they're enemies of God that want to, that despise the Christian home, Mm. and that, you know, I have to remind myself about, about spiritual warfare, um, you know that the enemy wants to destroy marriages and to steal minds and hearts of children and break apart families and destroy families. 
So Christian families are powerful and the enemy does not like that. And, and they use, I mean, Satan use, uses um, whatever means he can to get to our children. So we definitely have to be on guard and be prepared um, when people don't like the way that we raise our children in a Christian home. That's right. I love how you put that because there is power. Like there's power in an individual Christian, no mm-hmm. doubt. But when you have a family unit together in unity underneath the divine power of the Holy Ghost, yeah. you know, hell's gates can't stand against a family, you know, on fire for God, doing the mission of God. And you're right. There's a target on our backs because of that. Yeah. There's a target on our backs for being a Christian, but there's a larger target on the backs of families that are actually living out the principles mm-hmm. in God's word. So I, I liked how you put that. Yeah. When you get to Christian families and like destroy that, I, what's in churches, you know, families, Christian families make up churches, makes up families, make up our nation. So it's, it's very powerful. Right. Absolutely. So we wanted to share this story with you guys. Um, this is from Heritage. I almost said Heritage Manor. That's a nursing home back home. <laughs> All right. Um, it's late. Heritage Defense. Uh, it's a story. Basically, I'm going to summarize for you guys. You can look it up online. I'll, I'll post a link in the description as well. But there were two daughters who read a book about the adventures of running away from home. I don't know what book it is exactly. Yeah, but I don't think they put the title in there. I don't think so. But these two daughters were like, this sounds like a great idea. So they grabbed their They're little inspired. blankies. They were inspired. And they ran away from home. And uh turns out that a police officer found them on side of the road and uh, stopped them. But once the parents showed up on the scene, he wouldn't let the kids go with the parents. Mm-hmm. And um, let's see if I can remember the exact... Yeah, so Pierce, who was one of the parents, requested that Miss Henry ask the deputy, sorry, Pierce is the lawyer um, that they called from Heritage Defense. Pierce requested that Miss Henry ask the deputy what grounds he had for holding the girls in temporary custody. After Miss Henry asked the question, the deputy got on the phone with Pierce. The deputy claimed that the girls were not in temporary custody because they had picked them up on the side of the road for their safety. Pierce thanked him for ensuring the girl's safety, but stated that it had become temporary custody when Miss Henry had arrived and the deputies refused to return the girls to her. The deputy ended the conversation without stating any grounds for why they would not let Miss Henry have their daughter, her daughters back. In less than a minute, however, the deputy said they would be taking the girls back to their house. And so basically later on that day, a um, an agent, mm-hmm. a, a CPS worker, worker, CPS worker came to the house and Heritage Defense was able to walk the parents through the process of what to do, what to say, and ended up the case ended up being dropped. Yeah, they solved it that day. Right, that day exactly, which is I'm Not pretty a- sure that's unheard of. <laughs> yeah. But that we wanted to share that story with you guys because, it, like, your kids are at risk of being taken away not just because you're a Christian or just because you homeschool or just because you do this, but like a situation like that, when you have multiple kids, you, you guys know this, many of you are listeners that have multiple kids. It's easy like to turn your back and something happened in the split, yeah. split of a second. I think it you know? says the dad was, 
at home and the mom was out running errands and the dad was told them to go outside and do some chores. Like the kid, the girls were older. They were like nine and 11, maybe. Yeah. I, I could, I wasn't sure. Cause they said they had their blankies. So I assumed oh, they, they were, were knitting. Uh, oh, that's and right. They wanted that's to right. sell yeah, like yeah, from yeah. the story. They wanted to Correct. sell what they were making and, and the local they were village inspired by <laughs> that book. Yeah. And they took, it says at the end that the family, you know, spoke, they, discuss the book and they took it out of the home immediately (laughs) (laughs) no one's gonna read that book but yeah he he realized they ran away like very quickly but i mean that can happen that's crazy yeah i mean how many times have we turned our backs Mm -hmm. and grant's upside down somewhere or (laughs) you know caden's pinning grant to the ground because he got upset with him yeah you know i mean it's just like so many things can happen and, uh, and kids get inspired. Like they think that movies are real. They think that books are real, you know, and we have to teach them. So right. One day, they- <laughs> one day they might just think I'll be the Paw Patrol and go to Adventure City <laughs> and just start like, you know, fighting crime. Exactly. So, anyway. Um, so we are members of Heritage Defense. And uh, Nicole actually is the one who heard. How did you hear about this? I don't know. I think from one of the um, an email that I got. From a blogger, a homeschool mom that I Look was following. That. A homeschool mom, mom <laughs> blog, hitting it up. All right. Yeah. Um, so we've never been threatened or attacked. However, we have certain set of biblical values that we hold true. And we want our children to know these same biblical values and to be able to disciple them. And what better way to do this at home? Now, we understand not everybody can homeschool. We, we try to give this disclaimer because we understand, guys, that like, there are so many different factors. Each family has different things to deal with. Each family has a different dynamic. This is what works for us, okay? Um, and so that's why we talk from this perspective. So we would like to explain why we homeschool. Well, it's hard to pick just a few reasons. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm going to be honest. But, I mean, it's fun. It's so much fun. And... We homeschool because it gives us so much time together as a family, you know, because we know that whoever spends the more time with children, especially children, whoever someone spends the most time with has the most influence on their lives. And so we want to be the ones that have the most influence on their lives and to model um, for them. And um, homeschooling allows us to equip our children to live righteously the way that God wants them to live. And um, we get to build a firm foundation for them before they go out into the world and have to, you know, make a defense for the hope that they have. They get to learn in the safety of their home, you know, without bullying, without um, scary TikTok challenges. (laughs) TikTok? And, you know... Um, and just grow into who God made them to be without just pressure from the outside world. Right. Um, is why we really love homeschooling. If I can sum that up. I, I liked what you said, how we can focus on teaching them to live righteously. And before they can learn how to live righteously, they have to be in a relationship with the one who is righteous mm-hmm. through the death, burial and resurrection of Jesus. And through you teaching and teaching those biblical values and teaching a righteous life and what it means, you also teach them what an unrighteous life looks like. And it was through you explaining to Caden 
what an unrighteous life is versus a righteous life mm-hmm. that he accepted Christ. Yeah. So th- that right there is worth 18 years of homeschooling to me. Amen. For our children to come to the Lord, that that is more important than any grade, any degree. That's right. Like knowing that my son's going to go to heaven and I'm going to see him. You know, that mm-hmm. that beats everything. So if I had to sum it up in in one way, it would be that to lead our kids to the Lord, just like you had said. Yeah. So I think that's awesome, and I appreciate all that you do. I love it. Even so though, much. even <laughs> though it's it's hard to imagine that you do that every day, because <laughs> you were full time teacher. That's right. <laughs> Not just a teacher. Everything else. You were just out for like three hours, and <laughs> I feel like I was in a war zone. You know. <laughs> <laughs> they watched like two hours of TV, <laughs> but anyway, right. but we made it. We right. made it. We made it. They they know when they know when Dad's watching them that uh, they're gonna be they able to watch, to watch a lot TV. of TV. <laughs> That's right. So and obviously homeschool is not for everyone, right? Mm-hmm. And um, we believe that each married couple should seek God's direction and plan for their family and be obedient in that direction as yeah. God leads. So. I wanted to bring up some biblical support as to why we decide to homeschool. The first one is Proverbs 4, 1 through 2. Listen, sons, to a father's discipline and pay attention so that you may gain understanding. For I'm giving you good instruction. Don't abandon my teaching. And again, that's that whole idea of teaching righteous living, teaching unrighteous living. And so um, the words of God is clear about a father's discipline. And of course, we know that discipline is training um, our kids in the right way. Proverbs chapter 1, verses 7 through 9. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and discipline. Listen, my son, to your father's instruction, and don't reject your mother's teaching. For they will be a garland of favor on your head and pendants around your neck. A garland was a means of adornment, honor. So your father's instruction, your mother's teaching is, is, is like a dormant over you. It's honor over you. It's things that you can hold dear, um, things that will help like you. That. Pendants, um, obviously, was a necklace with jewels. So these were good, good things. These were things of, um, they were bright. They were, were showy. They were um, standing be out proud of that. to be proud of that. Yeah. Right, exactly. And it's easy to get caught up in the wrong crowd, which will determine your trajectory, right? Um you were like an anomaly in school. I know we always tease each other because I was in regular classes. You were in the honor classes, you know, oh, big honor classes. <laughs> Which the honor classes in high school were basically just the ones that didn't cause you in trouble. Yeah. Right. I mean, am I the right? Kids that, when we were in the, school. The kids that probably enjoyed school. They enjoyed school. Yeah. Exactly. And, <laughs> and the teachers love to teach honors classes. Yeah. <laughs> I was with all the corrupt cheering and uh, we just made a mess of ourselves and everybody else. But... 1 Corinthians 15.33 says, Do not be deceived. Bad company corrupts good morals. And that is probably like the first half of my life in a nutshell. I hung around bad company and it corrupted my morals and I started living the way they lived. And of course, that doesn't mean because we homeschool, we're going to like shelter our kids from the world. Mm -hmm. Um, Definitely not. I mean, they have friends and we are intentional about them being with their friends and so obviously we should be intentional about what our children learn and are influenced by Colossians 2, 
six through eight. This this is really good, y'all. This just hits everything on the head um, right here. So then, just as you have received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to walk in him, being rooted and built up in him, established in the faith, just as you were taught, and overflowing with gratitude. Be careful that no one takes you captive through philosophy and empty deceit based on human tradition, based on the elements of the world, rather than Christ. Be careful that no one takes you captive through philosophy and empty deceit. We are we are fighting a war of words today, a war of philosophy, mm-hmm. a war of religion, a war of influence, a war of ideologies. And if our children don't have a foundation in the scripture, truth is going to become relative to them and they're going to end up following whatever feels good. And that yeah. is dangerous. And we know we see that in the world today. Everybody's following a different truth. So no one knows where to land and everybody's confused, but us, you know, we're like the only ones that's not confused on we're rooted in biblical truth. And because of that, we stand out because of that. We're odd because of that. People think we're stupid and we don't know what we're talking about. We're closed minded, but really we're the sane ones because (laughs) we're actually landing on something and we're not changing every day. That's objective. Yeah. It makes me think of, um, Isaiah 520 when it says woe to those who call evil good and good evil who put darkness for light and light for darkness for bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter and that's what you were saying that it's like completely switched around and um, that's all fighting for our kids minds and their hearts and I I like that homeschooling allows us whether you homeschool or not you uh, as a Christian parent know to be on guard because um, we don't want our children to think what is good is evil and what right. is evil is good. And there's so many parents um, that homeschool or don't homeschool that are unlawfully persecuted by the state for obeying God's commands That's right. and just raising their children in the Lord like they want to. That's right. No, that's a solid point, which is all the more the reason to check out Heritage Defense. Yeah. Because we have rights in America, and I'm so grateful we live in America. We've both been overseas. I've been to two other continents. You've been to one. No, you've been to, wow, how many continents have you been to? Two, yes, Europe and. Yeah, 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 that's right. South America. So we've seen the way other people live. Yeah. And and I think we'd both agree that we love America. Yes. We love our country. (laughs) We have great rights. Yes, and yeah, I'm so grateful for that. You know, we, we can actually choose what our children do. Other countries don't have that. Yeah. That option. Um, some other countries don't have that option. So in today's culture, every family, whether they homeschool or not, is at danger for some authority to call child services. <clears throat> I know this from experience that because I've called child services, being a youth pastor, being a ministry, um, by law, I have to call if I feel someone's in danger, mm-hmm. especially a child, and, and I can be in trouble and when if they I tell don't. You, yeah. yeah. So I've had the experience with child services. I've had the experience of them actually following up with a claim or with a, a concern, and I've had experience with them not. And I think you never really know if you're going to be that one they're going to pass up, or if you're going to be that one where some person can call with no credibility and they'll show up. And try to pin you with something. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the first things. And by the way, we're not getting paid by Heritage Defense. I just thought I'd say that. <laughs> we well, just we really, yeah, we just really like this ministry. It's an organization that that um, 
does what they say they're going to do. And uh, I really hope you check out their website. And so they provide legal counsel and guidance if child services were to ever knock on your door due to a complaint by someone. Do you remember what they what that card says to say when you answer? Yeah, I like that. It says, um, you know, it's all about the your first initial visit with like if a um, CPS worker would come over to your house that um, to not say yes, you can come inside or to not say no, you can't come inside to say just wait a minute. Could you wait a minute while I call my attorney and then you can get your attorney um, through Heritage Defense on the phone and then they can speak on your behalf and work things out with the with the worker and just handle it because they're they're um, experienced. So they have they have lawyers on call 24 24 seven. I figured that. I mean, that's a hotline number we have. Mm -hmm. And you can only have that hotline number if you're a member. Yeah. And to be a member, what is it like 150 a month, uh, a year? I think it's like 195. 195 yeah. a year for homeschool and families. For it's homeschool. a homeschool and family it's, okay. ministry. More specifically, okay. Mm-hmm. So if someone's not a homeschool and family, they wouldn't be able to acquire yeah, the legal not, counsel. Not right now. Not those services okay. for them. Yeah. That's interesting because I wonder if there's other ministries out there that help with that as well. I you bet. Know, yeah. For like I Christian families, is. yeah, in general. All right, so yeah, so Heritage Defense is specifically for homeschool families. Mm-hmm. And so um, our values as Christian families are becoming more and more abnormal. So obviously these ministries are needed, especially in the legal counsel. I, I hope that through this we can encourage you to follow God's direction over your lives and not what culture tells you to do. One of the things, that the main reason for this podcast is to see everything from a Christian perspective, a Christian worldview especially as it pertains to our families. And you know this, but God has given you a right to raise your children how you see fit according to the scripture. The attacks and red tape um, on families who adhere to the Bible will grow, but the God we serve is bigger and more powerful than any attack, like you had mentioned, attacks of Satan, attacks of the evil earlier. And we need to guard our children and not be afraid to stand in the gap showing them what true love is according to Christ. You know, I think about where we are today and where our children will grow up and the world they're going to raise their kids in if Jesus doesn't come. We need to raise our children to be soldiers for Jesus and be ready to make sacrifices. I mean, we may not have to we may not have to find someone at our door saying, hey, I'm going to do this if you don't give me your Bible. But they may. They very well may. Mm -hmm. And so I want them to understand what a biblical worldview is and hold on to that so dear. And uh, I just pray and hope that they stay the course. I know that when they get older, they have to make their own decision, but I hope that they stay the course. So if you decide to keep your kids in school or at home, we want you to know that and be encouraged of the word of God, that you are the main one to teach and train and disciple your kids, not the school system, not authorities, not medical professionals. You are to train and disciple your kids because God has given you your kids for a reason. He hasn't given them to anyone else. He's given them to you for you to love and for you to train and for you to grow. So anything else? Nothing else. I think that is a wrap. Well, thank you so much, guys, for joining us again. Thank you for those viewing on YouTube, those on the podcast. I am going to be starting an email list again 
but this time I'm not going to be adding anybody from like any email list. So if you guys want to get an email shot straight at you whenever we, <laughs> that sounded terrible. If you want to get an email pressed and, and for me to click send and go through the interweb to you whenever we um, have an episode of the podcast or the video, let me know so I can put you in that queue and uh because you know we get like 10 million emails so i don't want to be sending you no email unless you really want to be sent an email look we love you guys we enjoy this time with you and we will see you next time goodbye